This is Parables of the Divorce CEO, where men have real and raw conversations about the pain, suffering, and loneliness of divorce. Welcome to another week's episode of Parables of a Divorce CEO. I'm your host, Peter Avalon Northstar, the founder and creator of the Divorce CEO and the CEO on Fire Coaching Program. And on this week's episode, growth has a price. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another episode of Parables of a Divorce CEO. So, it has been quite the the week, the past week. I uh, explained in the last episode that I was going to do, uh, or I was invited to a private three-day event called the Soul Purpose Intensive. And, man, what an event. And today I want to share some of the insights and revelations and lessons that I had through this event and how that relates to... Um, my marriage so going into this event we had all these personality tests we had to do we literally had to take um, four or five various personality tests that basically looks at us from different angles and these these personality tests helps us uncover some of the schematics that we're creating in this blueprint throughout these three days and one of the big lessons that I took out or I took away from day one was this notion of living somebody else's life so what I, what I mean by that well so for most of my life I have felt that you know there are specific expectations in terms of what my parents did wanted me to do and I've I tried for a very long time to fight against that and I didn't know why I was fighting I just knew that when somebody was trying to in my world dictate to me you know to do certain things that that would just it would piss me off and I would rebel against it I, th- I thought it was part of my inner rebel but as I went through these personality tests the more I realized uh, that it's actually part of me it's not that um, my parents were trying to so much dictate. It was more the fact that they were they were telling me what to do, and I don't do well with that. I do not do well when somebody is telling me what to do. They can offer me suggestions of what possibilities I could or options I could choose, but literally telling me what to do is just that doesn't work for me. So. I apologize for the background noise. I'm sitting outside because it is extremely hot here in Toronto today and I cannot breathe, (laughs) honestly. So bear with me here if there's any uh, distraction to the background. But so the, the, the first one that we did is called color code and the color code basically looks at, you know, your, your strength. And, um, one of the key elements that I learned from that is that I don't, I don't do well with control. Meaning, I don't do well with control of me. I don't do well with when people are telling me what to do. And um, I grew up with a father who was an engineer and my father was very good at telling me what to do and not guiding me, right? So it was, 
he he wasn't aware or you know he wasn't trained at that time or wasn't aware of that you have different skill sets we all have different skill sets we're born with we all have different gifts we're born with and we all have different ways of learning my father was very rigid in his way of communicating and sharing what he thought was the best option for me and through the work that i did through these three days i started to see patterns of how my behavior and how i had chosen to fight with certain people basically comes into this this notion of me not wanting to be controlled on one side and this massive longing for freedom on the other side so my colors in the color code is yellow and blue and those two colors are actually polar opposites so they're not really complementary compared to the the whole system so that also makes sense in terms of how some of the struggles in my life has come up because the you could call it the tagline or the overall um the the, the kind of keyword for for the yellow and the blue is that i want to have fun intimacy the yellow want to have fun the blue want to have intimacy and fun meaning not like party 24 7 but there has to be enjoyment and adventure in the job that we're doing that means that we don't do very well in a job position that is very repetitive or repetitive where it's the the same thing that happens every day and there's not life in it like there's no spark in it we're typically also the ones in a job situation that will pull out the best in everybody we see the potential in, in other people and we will go to war to fight for other people to see it in themselves and that fits perfect with how i've been my entire life i am the most loyal and i will fight to the end for the people i love for them to realize their their potential and their gifts and their strength and see this was part of the challenges the biggest challenge that i had in my marriage was the fact that i could see my ex-wife i could see her potential and it frustrated me so deeply that I could not communicate to her what I saw. Every time I would tell her something positive, she would brush it off and be like, well, you know, you're just saying that because, you know, you're trying to be nice. Or she would say, oh, you're just trying to say that so you can get sex. And I was actually really coming from a very genuine position where I actually wanted to share what I was seeing. And so that was number one revelation I had of this challenge that, you know, we were faced with in our marriage, this massive fucking collision all the time with me being super frustrated because I could see what she was capable of, but she refused to accept it. And she refused to even go into the notion of looking at it. And this is why the title of today's episode is this notion that in relationship, in our marriage, in business, if we don't fully understand who we are to our core and our essence of who we are, and we don't, we can't really see the other person, right? So when you give yourself permission to be who you fully are, unapologetic with all of your gifts, your talents, your flaws, your weaknesses, and all of that, 
then you also have the capacity and the ability to do that to your partner, to your employees, to people around you. And that just makes life so much easier because all of a sudden you can communicate and you can come from a position where, you know, I'll give you an example with my father. If he would tell me something uh, about engineering and the way he communicates to me, because our communication styles are so vastly different, right? Like I respond really well to um, emotional language. I understand emotional language extremely well. And he's very logical. And so it's like, it's like Russian and I would guess Chinese, right? They're trying to communicate and they don't understand each other. And my father, if he would be super technical with something, I wouldn't be able to understand it. And yet if he would, if I would go the other way and I would explain something to him, I can see holes in the system, right? Like I have a gift of seeing holes in systems. And I think that might have been one of the reasons why he was so adamant on trying to get me to become an engineer because building systems and taking them apart is a huge part of being an engineer right but we just never agreed on that and that's okay i can see that today but you know before but before this event i could i would be more inclined to collide and fight because i was trying to protect myself and it was the exact same revelation i had with my ex-wife it's like man I was literally trying to put her into a box, right? All my life, I had been frustrated that people put me into a box. I always felt like I was being put in this narrow little box of what my parents wanted me to be or what people in in my community wanted me to be or friends or whatever. And I had put on all these masks to kind of fit into all these roles. I never fully, truly allowed myself or gave myself permission to be me. And here I am doing the exact same thing that I hate most to myself. I'm doing that to my ex-wife. So you can see how knowing these traits and these gifts and all of these things and actually having a system and a a literal blueprint can liberate a marriage from absolute fucking catastrophe. Because if you both have these tools and you can both see each other's strength, and you know what the gifts are, and you also know, okay, I'm not super good at seeing the bigger picture, and the other person is super detailed, then you know, okay, well, fuck, this is where we're at. We accept each other as we are. And then you can build on that, and that is a massive, massive strength in a relationship. So day one was just going through all of these notions of what what are you passionate about and what are your gifts and what are your strengths you know what is it that other people see in you and then looking through this this whole notion of all of these personality tests and then out of these you kind of create this blueprint for yourself of okay this is actually me and you know when my life is ideal this is how it would look And when it's not ideal, this is also how it would look, right? So there was so much detail that went into this, like this first day. And I was so emotional after day one that I was like, man, I have lived for so many years. And I'm I'm sure you could potentially relate to this. You live so many years trying to fit into somebody else's story just to realize that, wow, had I just accepted myself and given myself permission to 
honor those things that I was naturally good at, man, my life could have looked so much different. So it was like that revelation that I was hit with, this notion of surprise, overwhelm, regret, shame, guilt, release or relief, and just sadness, sadness that I had spent so many years in this, in these roles, right? All of these roles. So we, so another thing that is really important for this conversation is that we also take on various roles in our life, right? So we have our identity, we have our roles, we have our gifts, we have our passions, and we have different rules that we live our life with. This is, uh, if you ever read any of uh, the founder of Mind Valley, Vishen Lakhiani, in his book, he calls rules rules bullshit bullshit rules because a lot of times we actually don't question these rules and i 100 percent agree with that and that was one of the things that we did this weekend on day three two and three actually where we we're looking at what are your rules for your life right like what are your personal rules and what are your rules for your relationship what are your rules for business and when you start looking at these things, there is such an incredible picture that emerges from that, that actually surprised me. And I could hear that it surprised a lot of the other participants as well. This notion of like, well, we're all, you know, running businesses, entrepreneurs, making, you know, some make six figures, some make seven figures, like some are super successful, some are just starting out with the business. But there is all of these rules that seem to kind of overlap, which is this notion of like, uh, you know, not putting the, 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 the actual effort into the business or not fully pulling the trigger on the business or uh, not believing in themselves or uh, fear of failure or whatever it might be. Like we have all of these rules that are set in place that we have somehow designed in our life. Right, like I'll give you an example. Here's one of mine. I have a rule that I won't do construction. I know it sounds crazy, right? Because I've had lots of opportunities to have really great jobs or oversights in construct in the construction industry, and I have ab I have absolutely nothing against construction or the people that do construction. I just really suck at it. I really do, and that's not it's not a strength of mine. It really is not a strength. But when I was married and I came to Canada, that was like one of the easiest jobs I could get here, right? Because you have to start somewhere and work your way up. And so I would take these jobs that I was really fucking shitty at. And I'm pretty sure that the people I work with, they could sense that I was pretty shitty at it. Now, mind you, I also had a really fucking entitled attitude towards all of this. But that's for a different conversation. Um... But I was really bad at it, right? Like one of the first things I had to do was put flooring in houses. <laughs> and I, nobody had showed me. I literally had to learn how to do it on my own and YouTube it. Like that's not a way of learning anything either, right? Like, but I was just not good at that. And I admit that. There are just things we're good at and there's just things we're not good at. And I've always known that construction was one of the things that I was not good at. You know, I, as a kid, one of the things that I've always felt I was not great at was math. What I've come to realize, it's just there's certain elements of math that I don't find 
particularly fascinating, and therefore I don't put a lot of time and effort into getting better at it. And some of these things are what you need in, you know, construction. But it's also, I think I could potentially get, you know, fall in love with woodwork and building stuff, but like building houses and stuff like that, that's just, it's just not for me. And I just got to accept that, period, right? And so that, that was a rule for me that I won't do construction, even though I've done it in the past. I just don't want to do it anymore. Um, and so as we're going through these rules, the, 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 the question that was often asked is like, how do you actually know that that rule is real and it's not just something that you've created to protect yourself from something else, right? Eh, I'm pretty sure that the fact of not doing con or choosing not to do construction is some form of arrogant way of pleasing my ego of going to university and being uh, feeling entitled um, in some shape or fashion because I would, I would probably gladly admit that or I would gladly admit that that there is definitely some entitlement and arrogance um, around that but I also don't find fun in it, enjoyment so that's a different area but so we have these rules and then we go through life and then we screw up our life or we propel in life, we sabotage ourselves in life, or we excel in life based on the rules and the beliefs we have. But what I found extremely fascinating with all of this is that there is a red threat between your gift, passions, and talents, and the thing that you are meant to do in life that you will actually also make the most amount of money for. And that was a massive revelation for me. Massive, massive, massive. A lot of the gifts and the talents that I have, I actually have rejected. Not because I didn't know they were there, but because they come so easy to me that I thought that that was impossible to make money on. Right? Like, I think we have some, this, we have, we, we really do have some distorted images and belief systems around what, how we treat gifts and talents and what comes easy to people. And then we shame them for being good at something. And then we force them into taking, you know, an education that they will potentially hate for the rest of their life. And they won't excel in because it's just not their gifts or their passion. Or it's just, you know, like me, for instance, I would have probably not been a great uh, plumber or, or whatever. And I probably would have hated it, right? So there is a direct correlation that when you figure these things out, like you, when you make this or create this picture, this roadmap, then all of a sudden it's just like all of these things fall into play. All of these things fall into place. That's the correct word. Like I know why I coach because that that's a gift of mine. I teach, I lead, I heal. I speak and I'm a beacon. Like I could not have said that out loud three weeks ago and felt that that's actually true because I would have, I would have thought I was lying. But after these three days and really spending the, the past, like the weekend journaling and just meditating and praying and asking for more questions or more, um, 
revelation on this, I'm starting to see that there's fucking truth in this. And it's when you really accept yourself and you really find yourself that the magic really starts happening. And the challenge that you find in your relationship can be changed into massive expansion. Had I known these things when I was married, a lot could or would have changed. The challenge was that I didn't know and I was trying to push her and I was trying to force her to be somebody she's not. And that was my fault. It's like you're trying to, you know, if you're a dog person or you're, and you're, you know, your girlfriend likes cats and you hate cats, it's kind of the same thing. It's like you're trying to get some, you're trying to get a, a dog to be a cat. It, just, it doesn't work, right? I love learning and I love being a seeker of knowledge, wisdom, um, personal development, business training, sales training. Like, I just love it. It is like something that it ignites me and it makes me happy. My wife, not so much, or my ex-wife, not so much. She didn't have the same hunger or obsession for these things. I am obsessed about learning about myself because I know the more I learn about myself, the better I am in leading, coaching, and training or teaching other people because I can now take all these complex ideas and make them simplistic so that they can understand it. But it took me a long time to get to this point. Like I'm telling you, <laughs> this, this episode is like a testament to how far I have come on this journey. The fact that I can even say these things out loud without feeling guilt or shame is a massive, massive, uh, it's just amazing. And that's why it's so important to keep going. Like if you're in a, in a time right now where you're, or a season right now where you're struggling and you're, you know, if you just got divorced or your marriage is not where you want it to be and there's the potential of a divorce. If you're struggling financially or you're, you know, you're fighting with your kids or you've gone through the divorce and you're, there's, there's custody battles. If you're struggling with your health or like your mental health and, or you just feel you're, you're lost because you don't know what you're supposed to do in this life. You don't know what to do with your business, right? We all go through these seasons in life, but my encouragement and my invitation is just know that one, you're not alone in this. And number two, it will get better doesn't matter how bad it looks it doesn't matter I have stared darkness in the eyes like nobody else I know and I can tell you with the deepest level of confidence and certainty that if you just commit to one day at a time and you commit to yourself 
that things will start moving forward day by day. It will not happen overnight, but it will happen day by day. And learning and understanding who you are and your gifts and your talents is one part of the equation to fully embrace yourself. This experience has been kind of a new quantum leap for me. These three days have really have really showed me how far I've come from 2017 when I when I went through my divorce to now in 2021 my life my business everything is just on fire it is at a totally different level it is it's a place where I never ever imagined in 2017 that I could have been ever I get to do what I love most which is helping men like you find the best version of themselves after divorce. To help guide and lead men like you to see that you do matter. That you do matter. And that you have a divine calling and a divine purpose on this planet, even though that you don't feel it and you don't believe it right now. Trust me, there's, there's, there's a certainty that I have experienced lately through this experience here. And just looking back at my whole divorce journey, God does not make mistakes, period. Period. Everything that I have gone through have been guiding me to today. Everything. And I never thought that that was, I, I just didn't believe that. There was a time in my life where I couldn't even say the word God out loud. There was a time in my life where I was angry. Oh my God, I was so angry at God. I was so angry at God for my divorce. I was so angry at God for being broke. I was so angry at God for, you know, living on my dad's couch for almost a year. I was so angry for coming back to Canada and living at a friend's house. And it was a total disaster. There was rats running around. It was like a fucking disaster. But I can see today that it was all meant to train me and to make me stronger to become this version so that I can do this work because if I didn't know pain how am I going to lead you out of yours if I didn't understand darkness I cannot lead you to light and now with this element of knowing my strongest gifts and my talents and my passions and having this divine blueprint for this this is going to this is going to go vertical my business is going to expand faster and bigger and my clients are going to get way more results faster and i'm working on taking the soul blueprint and adding that into 
into my way of teaching as well. So if that's something you're interested in, and this, this might also be something I'm going to open up to not just men, but women as well. Um, as a separate kind of thing, I haven't, I haven't fully decided yet that yet kind of depends on, you know, what I feel is right at this moment. Um, but the idea is to do like a three day event like this and then lead, lead first the divorced men through this. So they have it as a blueprint for their future as part of the four phases that I take them through of recover, refocus, rebirth and rise and have that as one of the the things that I guide them through so that they can have way more clarity about who they are and what they're here to do. Um, And then maybe later on that it will be be a separate thing that could be more open. Um, But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. For now, if that's something you are interested in, then make sure you go on my website and type in your email and get signed up for my newsletter. And if you haven't already joined my private group on Facebook, I would highly encourage you to do that. You can find the, the link um, in my in my bio on Instagram, or you can find it on it's on Facebook. It's called From Pain to Power, or just Pain to Power. If you look in groups, you should be able to find it in there. I'll be super happy to have you. And I'm going to do a lot more training in there moving forward and sharing a lot more about these frameworks and taking all of these men who are already part of this to the next level. Like my my dream and my hope is to lead you as a divorced man to a version of yourself that in a year from now or two years or three years from now where you will look back and you'll be i cannot imagine the journey that i have been on and the man that i have become the man that i become for my children the the businessman that i am for my business how i act towards my employees how fit i am how spiritually connected i am And if you're looking for a new relationship, how connected you are to that new woman, that new queen in your life, and how you have healed your relationship with your ex if there's children involved. That is my absolute dream. Because I wanted that when I was divorced. I needed somebody to guide me, and there was nobody. And now I have spent the last four years creating the system that will get you there. So if you haven't already signed up for the Facebook group, here's what I want you to do next. Go and find it right now. Click join, fill out the questions. There's like three questions. And I'll make sure you're on my email list so that you know when I start these these new events and uh, be part of the community so we can support each other and grow this movement. That's all I got for you today. Love and light your way. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Parables of the Divorce CEO. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And please share it with someone who may find the content valuable. Join my coaching program at thedivorceceo.com slash coaching.